0: how to make people always respect you. In this video, we're going to be talking about how to actually get people to see you as high value, men, women, colleagues, family, romantic partners, how to get them to actually see you as someone that they want to um, prioritize, pay attention to, make of some importance in their life, and also respect your boundaries, respect who you are and what your needs are, what your desires are, and really value you for the long term. So if you're ready to know exactly what makes people respect you, go ahead and comment, I'm ready now below. And Hi, I'm Brody Boyd. I'm a magnetizer man expert, and for over 13 years, I've been helping single men to attract the right woman for them, so I have a unique perspective into what makes the male brain work, what attracts people to each other, what makes people respect one another, especially what makes men respect you, so we're going to be diving a lot deeper into that in this video today, so thanks for being a man magnet, and we acknowledge you so much for taking this time to improve your love life. Now, if you like anything about this video, my background, my outfit, the content, please give it a thumbs up, a like right now. Really appreciate that. And also make sure to subscribe and hit the bell below if you're not subscribed already for more incredible free videos to attract the relationship that you want. And also make sure to share this video with a friend or two who you think could benefit from these powerful dating and relationship secrets. And lastly, watch all the way through to the end of the video for a surprising added bonus at the end as well. So let's go ahead and dive in with powerful secret number eight to make other people respect you, make them respect you, make him respect you potentially, which is have clear standards for yourself and set clear boundaries around those standards. So this is where respect really comes from. It's from you having a value for yourself, valuing yourself enough that you're willing to set standards of what you actually want and require in a relationship, a standard of behavior. You might want to call it your gold standard or your diamond standard of behavior. There's a certain bar, a certain line that people just don't cross. If they cross that line, then you're out. Basically, there's a, there's a rule in relationships which generally the person who cares the least has the most power in any relationship. So if you're willing to walk away, if you're willing to leave the deal, leave the relationship, then they're gonna have a sense of fear, a sense of respect, a fear of losing you, which causes respect. It is this idea, oh, I don't need these. It's the idea that you are valuing yourself enough to set those requirements and you're willing to communicate them verbalize them and also set boundaries of them so around them so in order to do this it all starts with you actually getting a piece of paper and writing out what are your standards in relationship what are your standards in life what are your standards with other people with colleagues with family with friends how do you require What's the level of quality of relationship that you require of how they're treating you, how they're valuing you, and try to be specific around those things. Because if you're not specific with yourself about your requirements, how are they supposed to know what those requirements are? How, how are you supposed to be able to communicate those requirements? So actually list them out. You might call it your, your like to-do list of relationships, your requirement list of relationships. How often do you want them to communicate with you? What do you want them to communicate with you? How do you want them to communicate with you? How often are you seeing each other? Um, Are they prioritizing you? What does that actually look like? Um, Are you spending time? Are they reaching out to you? Are you constantly the one that has to reach out? So what is your standards for how you want them to behave towards you? You have to be clear on that. Try to be as specific as possible. I know sometimes it'll be hard. You just say, I want well, I want them to value me. I want them to prioritize me. What did that actually look like for you? Try to imagine what that would look like if you were in this relationship where they are actually prioritizing you, where they're actually respecting you, where they're actually valuing you, maybe chasing, pursuing you. What does that actually look like? What behaviors would you like to see? That's how you start to create it in your life by first getting clear. And now you're going to have to start to set boundaries around those things and actually say no. No is a complete sentence. Saying no whenever they're not meeting those standards and saying that doesn't work for me. It doesn't mean you have to just leave the relationship right away. You communicate that with them, but tell them, Hey, um, this isn't working for me. You know, how, how, how little we're, we're actually having, um, time to hang out together or how little you're actually, you know, reaching out to me or, um, it doesn't work for me that you are seeing other women when we're supposed to be. I thought we were in an exclusive relationship. So those kind of conversations you need to have and you need to set boundaries like that doesn't work for me. If this can't get fixed, I don't think this is going to work for me. I'm going to have to move on. And so being able to have those conversations, you want to have them a little more gracefully, perhaps than what I said. But the basic idea is those are the conversations you're having where you communicate what's working for you, what's not working for you, why it's not working for you. And basically that that needs to get fixed without sounding like you're criticizing him Um, demeaning him, but just clearly coming from that strong place of this is my standards. These are my golden standards and I need those met met, or else I I can't be in a relationship like that and that he's going to see you as the queen when you set those boundaries, when you speak in that way, because you are valuing yourself in that moment and you're respecting yourself in that moment, which is the most important thing. Secret number seven is to stop oversharing. So oversharing happens often in text messaging. So if you look at your text message thread with somebody, that you're interested in and you see that you send you, your messages tend to be like this long and theirs tend to be like this long or this long. You're probably oversharing. Okay. You're probably oversharing and it's an easy test. Just look at those messages, look at those emails, wherever they, the communication might be happening and see who's actually communicating more, who's saying more words than the other person. If you find that they're saying very few and you're saying a lot, you're probably oversharing and you need to cut that back. Because you're giving away your power, you're giving away your self-respect, because in those moments, you're probably oversharing because you're, you're trying to get them to do something, you're trying to get them to understand you, you're trying to get them to value you through your words. But here's the thing, actions speak louder than words, as we all know, and therefore, oftentimes, you're not going to get someone to respect you just by communicating more, you're going to get them to respect you through your actions, through setting boundaries, through being willing to walk away, through being willing to say no through being willing to to move on if needed and to open up other avenues, maybe start dating other people if needed. Um, so that's what actually creates that respect, not through constant oversharing and communication. Even on a first date or when you're hanging out with them, if you find that you're the one doing all the talking, you're the one doing all the sharing, you probably want to cut that back and you probably want to start asking them some questions too. Now, the reverse of this can also be taken to an extreme. If you find they're the ones constantly talking when you're hanging out, they're constantly talking and you're they're hardly asking you at any questions at all, that's a sign that you need to actually get into more balance and maybe perhaps you need to speak up more. Um, so there's a balance there. But generally, when you speak, you want to speak and share things that are important, share things that are relevant, and not just be speaking to fill in space, speaking because you're uncomfortable or you're feeling insecure and you're wanting to get them to like you or you're wanting to show them how smart you are, how successful you are, how um, creative you are, what a good communicator you are. That's overselling yourself. That's oversharing. Uh, generally, the more you tell, the more you repel. And so you want to actually keep some to yourself, keep some mystery, keep some of that, that, that um, unknowingness because that's going to create that respect as well because they have to respect that you are willing to hold some of that in and you want to be vulnerable as well. You want to communicate in the right moments and you want to share yourself. But generally, you want to say slightly less than probably what you think you need to say or probably what you think you need to share as a good rule of thumb. Generally, always share less than necessary. So if you're liking, oh, actually, if you're here um, and you're watching this video, I would love to hear Where are you watching from? What state, what country? I love to hear where our followers are coming from. So comment that in in the comments below. I'd appreciate it. Number six is remind yourself that it's better to be respected than to be liked. I hinted at this already, but generally respect is something you control. Being liked is something they control. People can like you one day. They cannot like you the next day. It can change on a whim. It can change with their moods. And so you really have no control over whether people like you or even whether people love you or not. But you have 100% control over whether somebody respects you, whether he respects you or not. And that comes from self-management. That comes from setting those boundaries. That comes from being respectable, being respectable. Um, So in general, when you're finding yourself maybe being a little more of a people pleaser, trying to be liked, trying to sell yourself to him, trying to sell yourself to them, trying to prove to other people that you're good enough or just being anxious and insecure around people, remind yourself, hey, it's better to be respected than to be liked. And so now what that'll do is it'll train you to re- to reverse your behavior, hopefully, to more respectable behaviors. So taking your power back, not oversharing, um, not putting them on a pedestal, not chasing and pursuing them, not giving away uh, everything in hopes that they will give you some ounce of approval, validation, liking. One metaphor I used to like to use is when I was coaching men is you have is imagine that you have your umbilical cord as an adult. You have like your adult umbilical cord where you're going around trying to plug it into somebody. Plug it in. Will he like me? Will they like me? Will they approve of me? Will they give me validation? You're trying to get that source of love, right? That source of approval, that source of confidence. Instead, you got to take that umbilical cord, <laughs> plug it back into yourself or put it where it needs to be or just cut it off. And remember, the power comes from you. The validation comes from you. The love and respect comes from you first. So it's bringing your power back to yourself, being the sun, not the planets, being the, the flame, not the moths. So always remind yourself, respect is in your control. It comes through those the other principles we're going to talk in here in this video more of. But you have to uh, get into that mode of being respected more than you probably have been in the past. And sometimes it can feel more like being a jerk or being a bitch or being a little more harsh, but it's actually you getting into balance. Because maybe if you used to be a people pleaser, if you used to be a doormat or a nice person too much, it'll feel like being a bitch or an asshole or jerk to be actually in the middle setting your boundaries where the queen or the king resides. It's that middle balance between those extremes. So that's what you got to stretch yourself to get in that middle of balance. Hope that helps. Powerful secret number five is to invest into yourself. So that's often a great way you're going to get people to respect you is actually respecting yourself enough and valuing yourself enough to invest into yourself, whether that means investing into getting a coach, investing into getting a mentor, investing into your education in other areas, uh, investing in your health, investing into your appearance, um, getting clothes that fit you well. Um, or makeup look, that looks good, or fixing your hair, or just making yourself feel good. So, investing into things like um, pampering yourself, getting a massage, um, girls' night out, um, you know, things that make sense where you're actually getting a good return on your investments. So that's why, generally, one of the best investments we find is investing into coaching, programs, education, uh, things like this video. You're investing your time. And your energy into it, and applying these techniques—that's how you really are showing to yourself. You're proving to yourself, "Hey, I'm valuable enough to put some money into. I'm valuable enough to put some serious time and energy into, and to put that commitment into the sand, put that line in the sand, that stake in the ground, that um, I'm worth it, and that I'm going to get better and better, and I deserve to be invested into." Because in that moment, you're teaching yourself, "Hey." I'm investing myself. I'm, I'm proving to myself I'm worth investing into. So now other people will start to feel that and start to say, oh, I should probably invest into her as well. She seems to be valuing herself. I should probably value her too. You want to write this down. People, people generally treat you how you treat yourself. So if you're investing in yourself, they're generally going to invest into you. If you're valuing yourself, they're generally going to value you. If you love yourself, they're generally going to love you. If you're attracted to yourself, they're generally going to be attracted to you. It starts With you, again, being that flame, being that bright sun, and not the moth or the planets or the dust bunnies hovering around trying to get to that source of light. You are the source. Be the source. Number four is to avoid oversharing. Did we already cover that? (laughs) Whoops. (laughs) I had this one twice. So um, I'm going to actually change this one right now. Instead of saying oversharing, we're going to say um, avoid avoid losing your cool is what i'm going to say your cool see we get to adjust this in real time that's about uh, that's about respecting yourself enough to adjust as needed and to be humble <laughs> when you make a mistake and to not um be uh what's the word um overconfident and uh braggadocious so avoid losing your cool so this is another way you get people to respect you is by actually um, being secure within yourself staying level-headed Th- that old saying being uh keeping your mind when those around you are losing theirs so keeping your cool and not letting your emotions get the best of you it's where you start texting him a million times or calling him a million times or Getting really insecure and and being weird around him, being uncomfortable or getting really angry and really upset and just throwing things or having uh, just losing your shit, you know, which sometimes that's okay to do that in a controlled way, maybe scream into a pillow, um, throw a temper tantrum, but where you're not doing damage, you want to release that energy without doing damage, even release the anxiety. sometimes you may just need to have a good cry. You may just need to release. While you're in the comfort of your own home, so that you're not actually sending him a text that you shouldn't be sending or sending an email that you shouldn't be sending, typing up a long letter of, you know, all the things you're unhappy about. It's like, get some emotional clarity first. Get that out of your system first. Maybe vent to a girlfriend or write the letter, but don't send it. If you're more of a verbal processor or or you process well through writing, write it in your journal. So that way you can be level headed when you're about and around other people. So even when you're around your family, when you're around your, your children, if you have them, co-workers, um, other people that you're, you're romantically interested in. So keep that coolness because that's not going to lead to respect of you being highly emotional and highly um, aggressive or just going on this you because it shows that you have no control over yourself. So why should they um, why should they invest more into that, um, into you, into you when they don't feel that you're stable within yourself. Um, why should they be around that? Why should they, um, treat you with any, uh, any real respect around that? Now it can actually be a good tactic. This is more advanced principles, but to show, um, to, to have a healthy degree of fear that at any moment you could, um, you know, you could release the beast, you might say, or release the wild woman or the the wild uh, part inside of you, But um, in general, it's better to be, you know, you want to be feminine. You want to be able to express, but you want to do it in a way where it's not those extremes. Those extremes can be very dangerous. They can be very dangerous to a relationship. So you want to watch those extreme cases is what I'm trying to communicate there. So I hope that helps avoid losing your cool. So if you're liking this content so far, please give it a thumbs up. Again, share it with a girlfriend and subscribe. Hit the bell for more great videos like this below. Really appreciate that. And you'll get more great content coming up. Number three is to add value so people will respect you when you are actually adding value to their life in some way. You know, that's for for good or bad. That's the way of the world. You know, cells in your body, cells that don't add value are generally cleansed out of the body. Um, Dead cells, cells that have mutations, they're generally sent out of the body. So generally in a society and in community and in relationship, in order to maintain that respect in order to be prioritized you have to add value in some way now that doesn't mean you have to you might some people might be hearing this and thinking oh that means i have to you know wash his dishes or i have to clean for him all the time or i have to sacrifice myself in order to make him happy uh no it's not what it means it means that you are adding value and that could be through many different ways that could be through your beingness which is actually the most powerful way to add value showing up being a woman who is valuable um valuing yourself. And it it also can mean by providing those things that he or they can't get by themselves. So providing feminine energy, feminine grace, um, just, just the, the, the beauty of being in your presence. Um, it could also be things like adding value through your personality. You know, some people have a fun personality. Some people are more, um, relaxed and easy to be around, or some people are more, um, intellectual and sophisticated and that creates a feeling of like wow I always feel like uplifted when I'm around you so find out what that is for you what makes you unique what how are you different than other people and what's good about that how can you amplify that how can you add more maybe there's quirky parts of your personality that you see people really enjoy how can you bring that out more um how can you show that you're you have valuable uh skills um, whether we're talking about respect in the workplace, respect in um, maybe with family and, and friends, you know, skill sets, um, things that you've mastered in your life, um, and also just your um, your ability to maybe help others, maybe to provide wise counsel, wise advice of experiences you've had to be there for them, to be a good listener, to um, provide their love languages when they need it, whether you're providing quality time or Um, acts of service, sometimes that is okay. You can provide acts of service such as, um, you know, giving them a massage after they had a hard day or um, um, helping them out with a a relationship problem that they're having. So the idea here is that people respect you more when you are able to provide value. The reason why is because when you provide value to their life, when they enjoy being around you, when they get value from being around you, when you're an asset to their life, you're you're helping lifting them up rather than bringing them down, they're going to be more afraid of losing you. They're going to be more afraid of losing you and the fear that will come from what if they screw up the relationship and they don't want that to happen. So that's where adding value really creates that respect. Number two is to keep your word. That generates respect because if you're constantly breaking your word and being out of integrity and saying you're going to do something but not doing it, it causes people to lose respect because they can't trust you anymore. They can't trust that you actually... Um, have it together within yourself enough to actually be true to yourself. It also shows that you're not really valuing yourself enough to be true to your own word, that you're taking the, uh, the the initiative within yourself to get your personal development to a level where you are able to do that and you're able to be reliable to yourself first and foremost. So you have to keep your word or else you're going to lose that respect uh, quite often. Number one is to be courageous Be confident, be bold, be courageous. And being courageous can come in many forms. It can come from you being willing to face your fears, being willing to face your insecurities, to to actually accept and own your insecurities, to embrace them so that you can really heal and integrate them, Uh, to be courageous, to get help, maybe to work with a coach or a mentor with this, uh, to help them, uh, to let them help you, to be a more respectable person, to increase your value with others, um, to be a leader, to be... uh, admirable to also be vulnerable it can take courage to be vulnerable and to share things that are going on for you and to share your desires and to share your fears and to share what's not working for you like we we're talking about in communicating and, and sharing your values and setting boundaries it can be it can take courage to set boundaries and especially when you have people that want to take advantage of you or are you know stealing your freedoms or stealing your your peace of mind you have to have courage oftentimes to stand up to them and say no you know, enough is enough. I'm not going to take this anymore. I'm not going to put up with this anymore. Um, So to have that courage in yourself at the end of the day, it's just just something you have to do. You know, no one can necessarily uh, help you with that. You have to at some point be willing to take that leap into the unknown, to take that risk, to take that new action and say, I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to set that boundary. I'm just going to speak up now. I'm going to share what's working for me, what's not working for me. I'm going to share how I feel. Um, and be vulnerable. That's going to take some courage. And that's something that it's also like a muscle. You're just going to have to work over time, but it really builds respect amongst other people. Now, before I share my, my final bonus secret, go ahead and comment below. I'd love to hear below this video before you're done watching it. Do you think that men or people are currently respecting you? And if not, why not? Especially if there's a certain person in your life, are they respecting you? How do you know that you're being respected? Do you feel they're not respecting you? Why do you think they're not respecting you? Or why do you think they are respecting you? What have you done that makes people respect you in general? Love to hear your thoughts on that. Now, the last secret here is to have a bonus or to have a res- The bonus secret is to have a respectable appearance and body language. So oftentimes the way you generate respect as well is by how you hold yourself. You know, walking with your chest slightly out, you know, is, a, is an example. You want to make it natural, but having this pride in yourself, value in yourself to really be bold and be able, to, willing to 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 show um, a good posture. Show your, you know, have your chest out, have your head up, um, to put a smile on your face, to be also dressing well and wearing clothes that you feel good in, that you feel brings that sense of respect. Whether it is, especially in professional settings, whether it's, you know, having shoes that are a little bit more pointy or having uh, or shiny or having. A blazer of some kind, or um, certain jewelry that emphasizes, you know, your your look and how you're valuing yourself. But it's mostly what it really boils down to is taking care of yourself, taking care of your health, you know, getting exercise, eating healthy, eating clean, organic foods, uh, exercising regularly, getting clean water, uh, ideally spring water. Things like that. All of that definitely um, works towards improving your appearance in general, and it shows that you're taking care of yourself. Again, we talked about investing in yourself, but also thinking if you were somebody else looking at you, what would make you respect you more? Um, Whether that's the kind of clothes you're wearing, how you're holding your body, when you're sitting, when you're standing. Um, having maybe some more open body language in general, rather than closed up, closed up, kind of like insecure, don't bother me, or I'm afraid you're going to hurt me kind of body language rather than more confident where now you're the one in charge or you're the one that, um, people have to be concerned about because you seem really powerful in yourself and, um, really uh certain in yourself again a healthy dose of fear can often bring that that sense of respect as well just a little bit just a tiny smidgen because it's better to be respected than it is to be liked in most cases in relationships Um, because also the liking comes from being respected often and the love will come from being respected and valued and so the respect has to come first so If you got value out of this video, if you want to take it to the next level and get these customized for you, I would highly recommend taking our free Magnetize Your Man quiz to attract a long-term, loving, and committed relationship fast. So all you have to do is go to mymquiz.com, mymquiz.com, and we'll also put the link in the description and in the comments below so you can get our free quiz to help you attract the relationship of your dreams, have the respect you want, be valued, and have it customized gifts for you to help you with that as well, or pot- potentially coaching uh, with me or my wife is on that as well. So um, if you like this video, I would also highly recommend also watching our other video called when a man deeply loves you, he'll start saying these five things. So what does a man actually say when he starts to love you? That's a powerful video I made, one of my most popular. You can watch that by clicking the link there. Hope this was helpful, much love, be respectable, Get the get the prioritization, get the importance, get the love that you want. And have them actually start chasing and pursuing you by following these tips. I'll talk to you soon in the next powerful video. Bye-bye.